Hey, it's Kaylin, and welcome to your TV Digest. What show should I watch next? Hey everyone, I'm back again for a recap of Riverdale. I just want to start off by saying, first of all, um, I did post on Instagram a picture of when the news broke earlier this week about Luke Perry passing. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to take a moment before getting into the recap. Um, that this episode was in memoriam of him, of Riverdale. Um, so yeah, so it's just really sad and unfortunate. He was not, um, he was very young and, you know, dying of the stroke and the complications of that. It's just really sad. And I know on social media, the cast has like, you know, posted things about him and they're still in shock. So it's just really sad. He was a great part of the show and he was on 90, who I cannot say it. Nine oh one two one nine oh two one oh that might be it. I personally never watched that show. Um but I do remember being very popular and he obviously was like very integral on the show. So he's very well known and it's just it's really sad when people just leave um you know, paths like this so suddenly, so But yeah, I just want to start off that, just like a side note about that before getting into the recap. Okay, I just want to start off first by talking about Betty and her mom and everything that's happening and whatnot. It's like so upsetting that her mom is in this cult like it's just insane and now they have Kevin I'm just like really it must be this cult is gonna have something to do with this game I'm like that just has to be the only way um but I'm just I need her to get out of it okay because it's crazy and now of course she's trying to sell the house after her little baptizing experience or whatever and of course like that's crazy you're just gonna sell the house they've lived there the whole life and like we're gonna move to the farm like it's just ridiculous so Betty's still dealing with that um and then trying to talk to Kevin and Kevin you know he did his own little experience he walked over fire like the little coals thing he didn't do the baptism thing so I guess you get to choose the different routes or maybe they change it up every time to keep it spicy like I don't know but um so he's just like basically like, leave me alone you're a dissenter or something like of that nature so it's just crazy and Betty is just like goodness so that's what's happening with her in this particular episode um and then I just feel as of late Archie has been like more and more just making the dumbest decisions of life like every step of the way I'm just like what are you doing I am happy they didn't have a lot of interaction with Josie because I'm just not feeling that relationship okay I'm just not feeling Josie and Archie together like Josie's cool and all on her own but with Archie like no no sweetie I don't want it so (laughs) I'm not feeling it but she was there to briefly anyway the brief part she was there for that oh excuse me my throat was a little a little bit raw I'm trying to get sick like all this week I've been trying to get sick and I haven't but now it's kind of like my throat but anyway, um, she 
was at the gym with him where he's like now going to be working because the guy was like, you need to start paying dues. Like you just can't become working out for free. I mean, that's like a gym. So <clears throat> that's what's happening with um, that. So he's working. So she meets him there and they see this like noise going on. So they, um, they basically see this little boy there who's hiding. And so Archie, you know, he's always so nice to whatever, He's like, hey, like, what's going on, buddy? And he's like, I'm running. Like, he has the mark, the same mark as Archie. Like, he's marked for death for the little Griffin and Gargoyle's game. <sighs> so he takes him in, basically, like, set him in his um, garage. And then, like, he's going to leave him at Pops during the day uh, and whatnot. So that's happened to Archie. But it's just like, Archie's always trusting all these people and, like, just you know it just didn't seem like it was going to turn out good so he's helping him and then the guy the boy he's disappearing he's like don't call the um people you know social security whatnot he's like i won't but then they end up talking to this other social social security what social security why is that on my mind right now <laughs> social worker um to try to find him a good place to be able to stay So that's what's happening with that situation and, you know, whatever. With, um, with Jughead. He also, sometimes it's very annoying, just like the way he goes on these little rants and stuff. I'm just like, please be quiet. I don't know, like the whole gang, the Serpents gang, like when that was first introduced in the beginning, it made more sense to me. Um, you know, with the, his dabbing on the head and there was other adults in this and it was like, you know, they were on the wrong side of the tracks, all this stuff. Like it made sense, like gang, whatever. Now it's kind of morphed into is like, this is like a teen gang, like, which not to say there aren't teen gangs out there, but for some reason they just don't seem like a legitimate force. Like, I don't know, maybe cause it's like they only have like eight people in the gang. I'm just like, y'all gang with eight people. Like, I just don't. Like, I feel like anyone could overtake you guys. Anyway, they have the Groggles in their game because the mom got them on there. But, of course, that guy who was over them originally is not trying to comply because he's all about the little Griffin's um, gang. So, he's causing a lot of problems. There's a lot of dissension and whatever. But they're slowly getting um, the other people on their team, basically. Like, that were the Griffin like the gargles except like a couple but that's creating a lot of problem problems so the dad's like fp is like you got to find like a purpose like a like you know why they need to be like care about this gang and be loyal and all this stuff so he's trying to figure out that situation um plus help archie a little bit with the little boy i don't remember his name right now whatever his name is um then with veronica you know she owes both her dad money and also um Jughead's mom money so she has a little place that she has she starts you know she's making money he's paying them but they're just like running the place they do whatever they want like her dad's bringing clients she is like wanting to sing and like just drinking out just doing whatever she wants to do so Veronica's like we gotta figure something out okay we gotta figure something out she she's like we're not doing this um so that's what the struggle she's having with her dad in this episode as well. Um, yeah, I don't know right now. Like, 
I go back and forth. It's like, it's a great episode of Riverdale. And then I'm like, mm, I don't care about this episode. Like, it's fluff. So I feel like next week's episode, stuff is going to start popping off. I mean, in this episode with Archie, like, again, with his dumb self, like, I mean, the little boy ended up being Joaquin's little brother. And he's all invested in this game. So he set up Archie to pretend like he's all this boy on the run and he's, you know, the gang like that. <coughs> Excuse me. He's like, you know, they held me down in the shelter or wherever he was at and like branded me and all this different stuff because they want me to join the gang. Like, he sounded so valid. Like, I just knew something was wrong. I didn't think it was going to be him turning on him, but I knew like something was obviously bad going to happen. And so um, the caseworker, social worker, came back and was like, he's Joaquin's younger brother. And, like, he has the known history of violence and all this stuff. Like, you need to be careful. And, of course, at that moment, that's when the little boy disappears. And he's like, where is he? Where is he? And, of course, he appears with a little knife in his hand. he's just like, you know, he has to kill him because Archie has been marked to be killed for the game. And he's like, I'm just like, what? Like, I know your brother. Like, he tried to do this. And look what he ended up happening to him. He got killed. And he's just like, like, basically, like, I don't care. And stabs him. And it's like, your boy always getting stabbed. Like, he should be tore up inside. I am just don't, I don't know. That we that was our one clipping of Luke Perry. His dad, you know, kind of came in. He was like, "Dad, don't." And he's like, "What's going on?" And like, "Oh, you know." And I'm just like, "It's so sad that he's gone." <sighs> anyway, um, so that little boy is out. They didn't get him. So Archie's pretty much just like, "Man, I'm always in my garden, and something happened." And, and it's just like, "Yeah, like we got to figure this out, bro." That's what he was basically talking with Jughead. So. He survives the stabbing. They're going to take over that old Gargoyle King, like, kingdom area where they're playing their little game or whatever. And they're going to make it their little headquarters. So, but Archie's like, I'm sick of this. Like, everywhere I turn, someone's trying to kill me. So, I'm sure he's going to be trying to figure something out with that. Um, with with Veronica, you know she cray-cray, okay? Um, it has been a while since Dark Betty has come out, you know what I mean? But... Her mom was not playing. She's like, you better start packing stuff. So when her mom was gone, she went and put that candle and set the house on fire. Okay. So she's burning their house down. So that's going to be a fallout from that because her mom's going to know it's her. Okay. Her mom's going to know. Um, so she's just like, you ain't, you ain't selling our house. I'm burning it down. Okay. So that's how it happened. That's actually how the episode ended completely. So, you know, gotta leave with the banger house burning down. And then... Who is the next person? Um, Oh, Veronica. She gets the pretty poisons to be her, like, head honcho people, like, strong arm people. Because she's like, I'm not dealing with y'all anymore. I'm paying you back like it's a breed. Y'all ain't doing this in my business. Get out. Because she had started doing casino stuff to speed pay them back. Because that made them more money than just doing the regular bar with music. So she was high, like, casino gambling and all that stuff in there. So she's doing good. And uh, Cheryl... She's so shady sometimes because last episode she was doing stuff and um, she uh, she was pretending like it was her gang and she was like, is this not my gang or not? To um, I literally cannot keep these people's names straight. Oh my goodness, I'm the worst. Um, wow, her girlfriend. I don't remember the girl's name at this moment who used to be in the Serpents, whatever. She's always just like, sweet pie and all these names. So I just never think of her name because she's always just calling her all these like cutesy names. But she's just like, it is your gang. So she's like, all right, don't over, you know, usurp my authority. So when this episode came and 
Veronica approached her, she was like, oh, do you need to run this by Cheryl? And she's like, nah, I'm the leader of this. We're going to, we're taking this job. Okay. So Cheryl kind of was being like, look, I, I don't know. She basically was just like, you know, they want to have the headquarters in my house and my pool and stuff. So like, you can only push it so far, which is crazy because it's like, you gave her this in the first place. So and why are you getting irritated? That she's being a leader. But anyway, so Veronica took care of her, her dad and Jughead's mom for a little bit. So we'll see how that works out. And yeah, that's basically it. You know, Archie getting stabbed again and the boy running away. Of course, he didn't die and he just doesn't trust Jughead. Oh, Jughead. They are going to work for the sheriff department since that's his father and he's ex-serpent, whatever, like you know, whatever they called his title. So that's how they're going to get a job and get like credit for college or not college, but like, yeah, he said credit for classes and stuff. Um, so that you can get into college. That's what he said. So now they have a purpose. They're going to be eyes and ears for FP and make money and all that stuff. So they're all excited. And that little crazy dude, he's the one that left. So they were able to get rid of him and the rest of the Gargo people seem to, you know, be on board I mean, still like eight of them. Okay. They may seem like, oh, we need more numbers. Like we're going to get the gargles to join us and they're going to give us more numbers. What numbers? I guess we're supposed to just pretend they're around. Like this must be this, the core 10 that handles all the meetings. Like, I don't believe you people. But anyway, so he kind of solved that problem because it was getting out of hand with that kid with, cause he all cares about is the, gar- like the Griffins and gargle game. Okay. He only cares about that game. So, um, yeah, you saw that problem. So everyone's doing good, you know? So we'll have to see how next week is because, like I said, that fallout from the fire and then also Veronica's dad and the mom, they're shady people. So they're going to figure out something. So it's going to definitely be interesting next week for sure. Um, but yeah, I just want to do a quick quick little recap of, of the episode. Um because I'm kind of off schedule this week. Hopefully next week I'll be back better on schedule with everything, but we will see. I might still be kind of off. Um, but like I said, I will try to have it back on normal schedule, but let me know your guys' thoughts on the episode of Riverdale and what you thought. Like, are you still like, is Archie still a bum? Like (laughs) making the dumbest decisions all the time. Like every time I'm like, you're great. So nice. And then you make stupid decisions. Um, and then how do you guys feel about Betty burning down her house and all that? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, just like, where's she gonna live? I guess she gonna live with Jughead because he was like, you can always live with me. It's crowded here. Which again, side note, that's just awkward. The fact that his parents are living back in the trailer together because they're like divorced. Like you come back in town and get your own place. Okay. Why are you in my spot? It's a trailer. So it's not even that big. And then he's like, it's crowded, but you can come here, Betty. You're always welcome. No, there's no space. Okay, I don't know what they're going to do. But, yes. Uh, so, find me on Twitter, Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. Make sure to rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. And, um, yeah, until next time. Bye. Bye.